Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? How in the world are you? Welcome back to another episode of Confluence the Lifestyle, where confidence meets influence. What a difference a damn week makes. Last week, I was looking forward to a sunny vacay in Florida, and now we are on quarantine lockdown until March 31st. I hope you are keeping up with the goings-ons, and I'm not talking about Kim, Chloe, or Courtney. Listen, this ain't about pop culture. This is about the reality of what's happening on our globe. I thought we were going to go into March with some miracles, but March has met us with pure madness, paranoia, and hysteria. The globe has been introduced to a pandemic called Corona, and I'm not talking about the cerveza or beer. I'm talking about a real epidemic that is taking over fast. Schools have been canceled. Spring break was canceled for me. Disney is closed. Universal Studios, even Slitterbun and Galveston, all closed. Public gatherings, over 250 people shut down. NBA, NHL, NBL, all canceled for the rest of the season. The state basketball tournament canceled indefinitely. So who's a winner? Who's a winner? Colleges have moved their classes to online learning and there's no toilet tissue or water on the shelves in the grocery store. People have gone stark mad out of fear and nervousness behind this novel disease or virus. You know, we're all asking questions like, what causes it? What cures it? What keeps the people calm? Listen, that last part right there, what keeps the people calm? That's the, that's the cure I'm searching for. Mm. I can only imagine what life is going to be like for the next few weeks, months, or even years as it relates to people's health and economy. If y'all don't see the writings on the wall, you better go get bifocals. I tell you that this is the time we need to pray more than ever. The word tells us, and listen, y'all know I'm cool and I'm calm and I'm real collected. But I'm very spiritual and I'm connected. And the word of God tells us if the people who are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Pray, y'all. It's time for us to seriously pray and seek proper advice. Stop reading everything you hear and fact check. That's why I had to call on somebody in my circle. That's an expert in the game, Dr. T. Richmond. Dr. Richmond is a family practitioner who specializes in caring for people of all ages at all stages of life. 
Rather, if it's focusing on the treatment of one disease or patient population, she sees people for their everyday ailments, such as the cold or the flu or respiratory infections and other health screenings. So it was no better person to call on and ask. And because I am filled with so many questions about this new virus, I had to reach out to her. Let's go listen and see what she has to say. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. I am well. Just trying to um, get it all together and keep it all together in the wake of what's going on in the world today. Pandemics and everything. Listen. People are are walking around here afraid and scared. And I had to bring a medical doctor on to talk about this whole pandemic, this epidemic, this, 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 everything that wrapped into one. Because if you don't know the facts, you will literally kill yourself in fear. You know what I mean? Uh, Anxiety is through the roof. Yes. Uh, people are gone mad, start crazy, buying up toilet tissue. Uh, you yes. know what I mean? Um, yes. There's no food on the shelf. Like people are really fearing the end of the world. Yes. And you know, I I can I can definitely relate, and I certainly can understand. Uh, but honestly, we've been through all different types of epidemics, pandemics, and we made it through. Um, so we, what we've seen, we've seen SARS, we've seen Ebola, we've seen swine flu, we've seen H1N1, Zika, and, and we made it through two summers Zika. ago. Yeah, yeah, and and actually the flu, like we we're so we're so used to it now in condition, but it really um kills a lot of people too. But we're able to get through it, and, and obviously there's some stark differences between um the coronavirus um. 19 and the flu but we 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 will get through this and the uh hysteria and the media um somewhat social media is somewhat making it worse and so we gotta Mm. you know get the facts and maybe take a break like step back from all the information i know when we had the the last uh hurricane and at some point I was just like, my kids are scared. I'm scared. like, we're just going to have to like, shut this down. Shut and stop down. watching so much of that and taking so much of that in because it's hard to process, particularly if you don't um, understand exactly what's going on. Well, we just started talking. Good morning. Welcome to Confluence the Lifestyle, <laughs> where confidence meets influence. Girl, how are you today? <laughs> I am well. I am well. And I suppose I should introduce myself. I was going to tell, um, say, tell everybody who you are and what yes, you ma'am. do. Yes, ma'am. I am uh, Dr. Taria Richmond. I am a board certified family medicine physician. I am also known as your total health doctor because I believe that medicine is a combination of mind, body, and spirit. And all things need to be addressed in order to main, prevent disease and also uh, maintain health and or treat disease so I love working with women but my training um, allowed me to learn a little bit about everyone and everything I'm as a family medicine physician and I trained at 
at Baylor um, College of Medicine um, in the Department of Community Medicine, um, com- excuse me, Community and Family Medicine. And I also have my master's in public health um, with the focus in uh, community health. Mm. Yeah. So oh, you are well versed in this area. I am, right I here. am. And I should say this as well. I'm also the um, uh, first uh, chief medical officer of AIDS Foundation Houston. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty busy, but I'm also pretty uh, versed in uh, a lot of different um, medical um, topics as well. So well, let's am. just jump into the interview. So yes, ma'am. We know, you know this word this week has become because i remember hearing it about it hearing about this in january Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in your profession what is the corona virus so the coronavirus and and let's let's talk about it in the sense of the coronavirus that everyone everyone is hearing about coronavirus is a virus that's been around for years however Mm -hmm. there's different strains and the strain is it's it's a there's a family name but there's different people in the family this is the Mm -hmm. same thing where there's corona is a family but there's different um strains of the the virus and this particular virus is new we really don't know where it came from um there's some hypothesis that um, a seafood it, it originated at a seafood market in China but then there were people who were di- like formally diagnosed with it who had no contact with that um, seafood market so we really don't know where it comes from and that's where the word novel virus comes or the phrase novel virus comes from because this is all new mm, it, like not yeah. this the Greek derivative of novice exactly exactly and the reason why it's called the coronavirus is because when you look at it under a microscope it looks like it has um the points of a crown again Greek corona crown Mm -hmm. and it has the points all around this little circular virus and so we again we don't know where where it came from and we're still in United in the United States trying to figure out how is it how is it spread um who has it we we don't the testing um is still being distributed across the united states so we didn't have formal testing when it hit the united states so we're still trying to figure it all out wow so mm-hmm. who is at risk you know some okay. people say people the elderly some people say people with uh asthmatic issues Mm-hmm. Who is at risk for this disease? Yes. And so, um, you know, everyone is at risk for contracting the virus, right? Because you can come in contact with it. But who is at risk from uh, developing complications, uh, being hospitalized and or death? Will pe- be people who have um, compromised um, immune systems, meaning that your body doesn't fight off infections um, that it comes in contact with or viruses that it comes in contact with, um, like a person who, who is health, otherwise healthy. And then the other segment of that population that's at a higher risk of complications will be the elderly um, and uh, elderly and sick. We found so far that kids who, who, who we think may have come in contact with it don't have as, um, uh, they have more of a mild form of the um infection when they come in contact with the virus 
Well, if they go to a public school, listen, that the children are walking petri dishes anyway. I yes, really their are. immune system has to be so high. <laughs> you know, work going, you know, the school and a public school, you know, you see everything, you know, yes. from urine to defecation to snot yeah. to yeah. Like, oh my God, their immune systems have to be high anyway just to anyway, survive absolutely, public school. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, it's an interesting thing is that one of the mainstays of prevention is wash your I wouldn't curse, but I can't. Wash your hands. Listen, it, it's been so many times. I don't know if you've seen this You before. better let that Chicago satire come out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Wash your dang old hands. You know, you, you go to the restaurant or something and you go in the restroom and you at the sink washing your hands and the person come out the come stall. Come out the stall. And, and, ooh, and it happened right yesterday. Out. It happened yesterday at the car dealership. Woman, I know she was in the stall next to me. Walked yeah. straight out oh. and didn't wash. Her and I want to say, ma'am, ma'am, please <laughs> come back for the people. <laughs> Just, just care about, you know, if you don't care about yourself, at least for the people. For the people, and you know, it's really, it's almost at this point, it's a, it's, it's, a, it, it can become a public health and a civic duty of ours to say, hey, excuse, I don't know, you would you like some hand sanitizer? I don't know, but at this point, the, it's some of the basic things that we know we're supposed to do mm -hmm. that we haven't been doing in the past, and so we're spending so much time. You know, advocating for people to just wash their hands, which is a simple thing that we already know to do. Mm. But we don't do it. So, okay. Now, everybody's talking about community spread. Can you talk about that for a minute? What is community mm -hmm. spread? So, the, the meaning of community spread is if I have something, I'll give you an example. Um, if I have a sexually transmitted disease, for example, mm -hmm. and I don't get treated and I go and have sex with, you know, 10 people in the community. So I didn't gave what I have to 10 people. Those 10 people go out and have sex with more partners. And then it just keeps going, 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 going. Well, it's very similar in the sense that, okay, well, the coronavirus is not, that probably was not the best example, but coronavirus is spread through, we think through droplets and, you know, from respiratory um, exposure. So breathing, coughing, sneezing. So if I am out and I have symptoms, I have the virus and I'm out in the community, I can easily spread that to 10 people without even having to do anything other than breathe or sneeze or cough. Mm. Mm. so now those 10 people are exposed and they go with their families or they go out to wherever they're going now they expose think 10 10 10 so it's almost like an exponential spread and because this seems to be so um contagious when you are around it it's 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 gonna move fast and so that is the um the reason why there's so much talk about community spread is that why they're talking about quarantine Yes. Mm. So quarantine to to isolate. And you you know what I was telling my husband, I said, oh, I went to H&B last night and they were closed at eight o'clock. There was you can see the shelves are empty. And I told my husband, I feel like this is a, like the zombie ap apocalypse. apocalypse. Like, yeah, I, can, I created me so, a word. 
Corona clips. The Corona clips. <laughs> corona clips. Honey, it's the apocalypse with the Corona, honey. Corona. <laughs> Seriously, seriously. So when if you are, um, uh, if you have symptoms or fever, we highly suspect that you have um, been exposed to the coronavirus. Or at this point, if you've been tested and you're positive, we need to keep you away from all the other people because it can become rampant so fast. And so that's where we're, we're at with the quarantine, meaning that just you have to stay isolated period. And that doesn't mean that we're going to, you know, put you in a hole somewhere, but that may mean that you, you go home. If you have mild symptoms, you go home and you stay in a room by yourself, not with anyone else, because you can spread the disease or the infection really easily. Okay. Sis, I think that they really need to be in a hole, like, right. Because, you know, I watch Hollywood and with me writing, you know, novels and things like that, right? <laughs> yeah. I look at movies like Outbreak, right? And it went through the air conditioning mm-hmm. air condition vents. You know, if I sneeze, it traveled yeah. through. So if it is, you know, an airborne disease, I feel like if you yeah. even in a house with people, they could be contagious, right or wrong. Or am, is is that too much Hollywood? Well, well that that no, that's true. However, we, right now the way the United States is set up and I, and I tease about this for the, um, the voting booths, right? They, the little booths are, you got to roll this thing around and say yes or no. Then you got to click on this huge button to press enter to vote. Right. Uh So we are still not, we have all these advances and everything, but right now we don't have the capacity to, to, uh, quarantine everybody that tests positive that have mild symptoms. Mm. We just don't have the capacity to do that. Wow. And that's a lot of the concern and the fear. Like our hospital systems um, will be overloaded and flooded with people who are positive with the virus, um, but may not have as bad symptoms. And they're in the, in the hospital taking up space for somebody else who might really need to be on a ventilator or which is something that helps you to breathe. Because what happens with the virus is that it causes more problems with the lungs mm. and um, people need what, especially elderly people or, or people who are sick. If it gets into their lungs, they need uh, support ventilator support. And we just don't have a capacity to do all of that for, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people at this time. So, okay, let's talk about symptoms because you know, my friend was being funny, but she was like, okay, according to these symptoms, hell, I had corona last week, you know? (laughs) You know, so can we talk about, like, the known symptoms that can help us distinguish between the flu or, you know, allergy or corona, right? Because, you Uh know, I when I have the flu, I promise you, that's how I know I get aches, uh, the chills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I have mm-hmm. fear and kick these covers out so tough. You know what I mean? Uh, and oh, back yeah. in the day, you know, they used to want to sweat that thing out. My mom used to put them socks on your feet to go on and get that fever yes, out your body. Yes. So can we talk get about the symptoms body. real quick? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the symptoms of the coronavirus, um, one, let's, let's look at 
look at this in a difference between the flu and the coronavirus. With the flu, usually you have symptoms one to two days after you've been exposed. With the coronavirus, it could take up to 14 days, yes, two weeks before you actually start to have symptoms. Say that again for the people in the back with the cheap seats. Yes, ma'am. So the flu typically shows itself um, after exposure one to two days. Um, The coronavirus takes about 14 days before you have symptoms after you've been exposed. So yes, two weeks. So you could be walking around for two weeks feeling fine with this virus in your body and not have the symptoms. Um, And the symptoms are really basic. Cough, fever, and the difference between the, the flu and the coronavirus is that the coronavirus, you actually have problems with breathing, shortness of breath, um, is the main symptom and one of the main um, characteristics that's different than the flu. The flu, you just feel like you just just feel like crap. Like you just can't move. You got you know muscle aches, uh, sometimes ab- uh, abdominal pain or discomfort, nausea, vomiting. Don't want to eat. Um, yeah, don't want to eat. Poor appetite is just it's just altogether bad. Like in the first one or two days, you notice, okay, those symptoms. But with the coronavirus, again, especially since we don't have, we didn't have testing uh, widely available, you really don't know you have been um, uh, exposed to the virus for like two weeks. That's crazy, yo. That's crazy. So your homegirl could, could your homegirl could very well have had uh, the coronavirus, and we probably will never know. Wow, 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 wow. Shut the door, the front, back, yeah. and the side one. Because, yeah. yo, 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 <laughs> you're right. Because some of us are out here still moving around, right? You know, like, uh, mm-hmm. but if it takes 14 yeah. to rear its ugly head, then yeah, some of us may be in trouble. Yeah, and it's so hard to differentiate because there's also, you know, high a high pollen count right now. So folks in this allergies are bad. The the allergy season is kicking people's butt. Yes. And so it's like, okay, so you're you're right. So what is this? This is is it allergies? Is it coronavirus? Is it flu? Do I just have the heat Do I they all all it seems like all diseases kind of start off like that? Uh oh, you've been coughing too long. Uh oh, you know right. like uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. So, and and I think that's part of the reason why we do have so much uh, worry and hysteria about it. But most people have mild symptoms, clear the virus out, and life goes on. And we don't actually know how many people that's happened to already, but it's very possible that. They've been exposed. They had a little cold, you know, cold symptoms, and now they're better, and it's done. Wow, Doctor Richmond. Ooh, I know. I know. Ooh, okay, okay. So, if someone is feeling ill, what do you suggest that they do? Like, because right, you and because of the hysteria, the paranoia, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like you say, one itch, one cough, one uh oh. Lord, I always got some. You know how my people do. You know how yeah. we do, girl. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. Girl, I think I got a baby. My son. You mess around, have a fibroid. No, you had no baby. You know, we just go to the extreme. So, what are you? I know. 
So um, what I suggest is calling your primary care physician before you show up uh, at the clinic or the emergency room or urgent care. Mm. Call and get uh, triage, meaning let the doctors ask you some questions to tell you which way you need to proceed. Now, if you're struggling with like shortness of breath, uh, you can't breathe, you're having a hard time breathing, then that's a totally different story because that means that there is an emergency and you need to go to the emergency room. However, if you have some like cold, cold symptoms, you're not really sure if you have a fever or not, you're just kind of trying to figure it out, um, I would say call your primary care physician to get a better idea of what the next steps are. Um, and if That's you good. are seeing, a, if you are going to a clinic, call before you go in because you don't want to, if you do have the coronavirus um, strain 19, you don't want to go into a clinic and expose everybody that's in the clinic um, just because you, you know, you just need to see the doctor. It's, it's a better idea to call first. So, that you can have an appropriate plan because at this point we can we also have options for telemedicine mm. where you can get set up and see there's options you can see a doctor online face to face and present symptoms we can do some uh, physical examination on you know online face to face and then come up with the plan, um, whether that's the call in medications or say, hey, you know, go ahead and come on in. Or um, some of the doctors are even going to the car. You can Skype your doctor. Yes. Yes. And that's recommended right now. Uh, yeah, that's recommended. That way you don't spread whatever it is that you have to the other people, the staff, the other uh, clients or patients that are in the clinic. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Man, the face has changed. Technology has helped us out, but it's been a double-edged sword. Yes. You can tell a, what did you say? Telemedicine, tell you could want to call it teleskype. You can <laughs> yes, ma'am. Girl, ET phone home and then call your yes. doctor. And it's HIPAA, How about and that? It's HIPAA compliant. Um, you just have to make sure too, if you're gonna use your insurance, make sure that you know what your insurance or what your insurance will pay for, like if they will pay for you to go see the doctor on the telemedicine platform they've contracted with, or if they'll pay you, if whomever you see, will they pay for it? And right now there is a big push towards um, paying for any services surrounding uh, coronavirus to get people um, triaged and taken care of appropriately without community spread. Without, so it's that is definitely a place to stop or combat the community spread. Yes, yes, absolutely. Wow. And that was going to be my next question. Is this covered by insurance? But you just said that you need to check with their insurance provider to make sure that they are absolutely covered, right? Yes. yes. Ooh. So should we be nervous, doctor? Honestly, <laughs> I, I in your think... real honest medical <laughs> school real honest Should we be because I did reach out to a friend that actually works for CDC mm -hmm. and she said the flu is actually worse. Right. You know, but like you said, there are medicines now. You know, like I remember now children don't get chicken pox. Right. When I was little, I had the chicken pox, measles, and I believe the mumps. Now they have vaccines mm -hmm. to help us 
our children not have that. But again, you know, I think they should, you know, I mean, keep, yeah. uh, create some tough skin. Yeah. But should we be nervous about I, So I don't think we should be nervous more than we should be cautious. Mm. Um, because I think sometimes nervousness can make things worse, right? So you're feeling anxious, you're feeling nervous. Let's say you you start to get a little bit sick and you actually have been exposed to the coronavirus. What's the first thing you're going to do? Run to the emergency room, run to the, even if you don't necessarily have like serious, serious symptoms, run and do, you know, run out and buy all the groceries you can. And, and, and I think that that nervous, nervous is not the word I would prefer to use. I would prefer to use cautious and follow the preventative measures that we're all saying. Wash your hands. If you call for sneeze, call for sneeze in the, in the inside of your elbow. If you are sick, other than maybe seeing a, a doctor, stay at home. Like those are the main things. And so, yeah, there are a lot of unknowns. I agree. But <laughs> we can't allow nervousness to take over our our well-being, our mental well-being, our mental stability, um, and this this heightened anxiety. Because when your body, when you're under stress, even though you're you may not physically be under stress, but if you're thinking about things, you're nervous about things, that actually decreases your immune system as well. So mm. yeah, so we gotta be a we gotta have healthy um mindsets as well as well and actions as well so that would be my advice not be nervous but you know stay educated if you want information get real factual information and work off of that step away from some of these posts and things on social media from um non-credible sources like you was like i just i just called my friend at the cdc (laughs) I listen because that was it. Because honestly, I I'm you know my podcast is called Confluence the Lifestyle, where confidence meets influence. So every woman that I bring on my podcast or person, because I'm starting to bring men on, are doing confident things in an influential way in their community. Yes, and so if I'm a voice, I need to be a voice with some factual, actual facts yeah. you know what I mean because with the more you inform yourself the better you are and so people are starting to pull out these books they just said it in 2020 no it did it's actually talked about in, in King James that this was going to grow right, right but if you don't read your word or you don't are not familiar like it said it was going to be wars and rumors yes. of wars and yes. it, it said those things yes absolutely. so it's, this is not uncommon mm-hmm. but how you you know, when you go to the store and you buy 40 rolls of toilet paper yes. in 14 days, if you use that much toilet paper, something was already wrong, wrong. with you prior <laughs> to the corona. You feel me? Yes, yes, yes. Ah! Or and that, I ain't no doctor, yeah. okay? And but I anxiety. know. The anxiety is driving this kind of, let it's me scary. just get everything, you know. I said this, I have we, we we live in the United States of America um, and we don't have tissue on the shelves at the grocery store or the, or the Walmart or the super- have 
normal usual goods that we need available to us this is 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 it is crazy and we have to like just yeah we got to slow it down a little bit um and again listen to the facts and process them but don't take it on as a as a nervousness because it's just making things worse well thank you thank you so much I just, I, like I said, I listen, CDC, let me call a good medical doctor. I ain't got time. Girl, I ain't got time. <laughs> You're talking about people's futures and, and, and things. Yeah. I still want to get married, raise my children, uh, go, children. Yes, you know, yes. like, uh-uh, uh-uh. And because I feel like when you know better, you really do better. So thank you. Absolutely. 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 And this too shall pass. And I imagine that within the next, because they are working on um, vaccinations and treatments and things like that. So I imagine that um, sooner than later, we will be able to, well, one, identify and then treat pretty quickly um, and may- maybe not cure because as you know, like with the Tamiflu for the uh, flu, that medicine does not cure because our bodies are set up to clear, clear these viruses out on their oh. own. So the medicine does not cure. It just decreases the severity and the duration of the symptoms. So say that again just, because people don't yeah. realize people don't realize that our bodies are created to a fight off infect it even the saliva uh-huh. in our mouth because if if we Absolutely. didn't even have the saliva in our mouth the things that we eat would even tear up mm-hmm. our stomach and tear down our Absolutely. immune system. Absolutely. Yeah. And so we don't, I think we don't really realize how much we actually do come in contact with on a daily basis and uh, with the healthy immune system, how much we actually, um, our bodies fight off without any medications, without any um, antibiotics, any type of medicines. Our bodies are working constantly fighting off, like you said, with um, our saliva, when we have a, a, a bit of a runny nose, um, though, fever, that's mm-hmm. your body's normal response to being exposed to something foreign. And so, again, medicine, these medicines, particularly like uh, Tamiflu, again, it does not cure the virus. Eventually, your body is going to clear it out. It just helps, helps you along a little bit along the way. So I don't know that there'll be a, a there'll be a a cure for coronavirus more than a medication that most likely will just slow it down um, so that we're not, when people are exposed, particularly the elderly and sick, um, it doesn't, you know, run through the body so fast and so rapid and shut the lungs down so quickly. Mm, mm, Good, good, good. And my last thing I'm going to ask you, because this is confluence, the lifestyle. What is one thing that you are doing confidently in your life? I, I, I am running a new practice, <laughs> a new medical practice as of January 2nd. Uh, the doors opened. Um, it is a uh, medical practice, but we also, uh, it's called Your Essential Healthcare and Day Spa. So it is a center um, for women, a hub for women where you can get your medical care, you can get your um, behavioral health, um, you can do some self-care with um, massage, facials. Uh, we're looking to have a nutritionist come on board soon. So it is a one-stop shop. And we have been rolling since January 2nd. Um, 
And so I am confidently influencing the health of women and people um, in the Houston area. And I'm praying that eventually that will expand um, beyond the Houston area, maybe even back home to Chicago and beyond. Tell everybody where they can find you so they can A, follow you on social media or B, just come see you and see the spa. Absolutely. So, um, and don't forget, it is a, a medical clinic. So you can see the doctor, uh, you can get your massage, you can see the behavioral therapist. So we have it all um, available. You can follow me on Instagram at Dr. T. Richmond. Um, I'm also on uh, Facebook as Dr. Taria Richmond, and that's T-E-R-I-Y-A. Um, and if you need an appointment, you can feel free to give us a call at 832-215-5985. And um, our, um, or my website is your www.yourtotalhealthdoctor.com. Amazing. I and I have telemedicine so available yeah. too. Yep. Listen, you got oh. medicine available. And if you need a speaker, you know, motivational speaker, girl, I got you. Oh, thank you. Yes. And so I, I left that part out. So our lobby um, is large enough for events. So if you're looking to have an event, we've done Zumba so far. Uh, we have a girls night out event. We have space available. If you're looking to, you know, come and talk to women and have a motivational night, we have it available. Uh, well, let's get it. Let's get it, girl. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate you so much for coming on to Confluence and educating the audience. That is another thing that you're doing confidently. Yes. You yes, are educating you. us so we can be very knowledgeable about what's going on in our community. Absolutely. And anytime. Anytime. I thank you for reaching out to me and saying, hey, I need some some like real true facts from a medical doctor. You available today? <laughs> today. <laughs> today. Because we can't put this off because I know how America is too. You'll see it today, yeah. gone tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the hashtag yes. daddy's girl as quick as it came. It's yes. quick as it's gone. Yep. You know, like we, it, it's like we, you know, I, I, I just believe that this is deeper. I, I truly believe that this is deeper. And if you take advantage, you know, I said maybe some marriages will work out. Maybe mm. some relationships will be mended mm. because now you got no choice but to stay but at to spend home. Time with to each spend other. time. Maybe mm -hmm. children can see their parents more. You can't run the street. You got to be mm -hmm. still. Like maybe yes. this will have a long term positive adverse effect you know yes, america will wake up and then yes. i think you know it might be some other things happening in the shadows with the government but that's another podcast topic but yeah. on the positive side i think that if you let it work for your good it can be for the good so i agree we take the positive from this and, and focus you know what and who is most important what and who is most important? Well, thank you, Dr. T. Absolutely. I appreciate you. You are girl. very welcome. Thank you again for having me. It's my pleasure. There you have it. Thank you, Dr. Richmond, for sharing your advice with us. Be careful out there, y'all, because there is no vaccine as of yet. You heard her say the virus can take up to 14 days or two weeks to show its ugly head. This disease can be fatal and will require medical attention if you find yourself on that side of the fence. But keep yourself covered, 
Take your vitamins, drink your water, stay hydrated. And if you feel like you have some symptoms coming on, be sure to call your health care provider first before showing up infecting other people. Well, that's it for me this week. Don't forget to wash your damn hands. Yes, wash your damn hands. And remember, it is our community duty to say something. If we see someone not washing their hands, they are jeopardizing us all. I'm out to watch Netflix and chill. It's nothing else for me to do. Oh, yeah, I guess I can start on that new book that I've been saying that I'm going to work on. <laughs> yes, time to be productive. Remember, healthy mindsets besets healthy actions. Until then, be blessed, cautious, and always a blessing to others. Smooches, confluencers. Oh, yeah. Do me a favor. Leave your girl a review. Click five stars. I've told you before, reviews keep you relevant. Peace out.